Welcome to the Fort Bragg PWOC podcast. We are so excited that you have joined us for our March program day. We have the amazing Catherine Perez sharing all about how to evangelize and share her heart with and love on those and be intentional with those around you. Thank you so much for joining us and listening. Yes, for for all the things that we wrote about what you do, it was pages, right? We talked about your backyard blessings. We talked about the training at Strombahn events that you join your husband with. We talked about the PWOC advisory board and the small groups that you uh, started. We also talked about the Christmas angel tree and those many, oh, I don't know, over 2,000 boxes of, that's right, the books. Not only that, but Jamie would come early in the morning for our PTs, and that's when her husband was still with us at the RSO, and she would join us on mornings. How, how dedicated is that for a spouse to come when I'm having a very difficult time coming on my own because I know it's mandatory, but I still have to be there, but she comes willingly and just so freely because it's just something she loves to do because her husband is there she can spend time with, but she could also reach out to us on the RSO team and everyone else who gathered for that PT mornings. It was great. It was just said, said a lot to us. Not only that, but she also um, homeschools her children and she takes care of her parents. And so those were some really big, huge, monumental things that we wanted to recognize that you have integrated yourself here at Fort Bragg in this community. And everyone knows Miss Jamie because you've got networks like you wouldn't believe that I, I'm just amazed on how you integrate and make a difference in people and families' lives. So thank you, Miss Jamie. And let me read to you what this says because it is just uh, powerful so what i want you to do i want you to hold this because in this this is the write-up that we put together of all your accolades and we sent that forward to the chief's office and this is what they sent back let me see if i can read okay and yep let's see what you got missing because i might have that oh wow that's Wonderful, thank you. <laughs> I can see now. The Lord has blessed me. I was blind, now I can see. Okay, <laughs> so, so this is the Chaplain Corps Distinguished Spouse Award. Might all who hear or read this proclamation know that Mrs. Jamie Lee Randalls for conspicuous contributions to support the Army Chaplain Corps family and community Mrs. Jamie Lee Randall's zeal and devotion to her own and other military families foster spiritual strength in her own home, the chaplain community, or the chapel community, excuse me, and across the entirety of Fort Bragg. Her caring for those in need, coupled with her android ability to partner with all kinds of organizations and volunteers, facilitates critical, timely, and relevant support to families on Fort Bragg. Her acts of compassion and commitment reflects great credit upon herself, the Fort Bragg community, and the Army Chaplain Corps. And this was given under the hand on the 11th day of February 2021, signed Chaplain Major General, U.S. Army Chief of Chaplains, Tom Soldrum.
my goodness, ladies. Okay, so talking leadership selection. You don't have to be on the executive board to serve. There's the extended board. I applied for the executive board, and for whatever reason, well, God's reason, I'm not even on the executive board. And that's not necessary in order to do God's work. And I've, I've been able to do more in different positions of different ways to connect than maybe I would have been able to do this particular year on the executive board. But, oh my goodness, I think everyone, I know almost everybody in here by name, and just to be able to connect and to be able to love up on each other, just as Catherine's going to talk about today, it's all about our relationships with, the, uh, with each other and networking and finding those connections and those resources. And right here is a great big resource. Right here is a great big resource. Everybody knows more people, and it just goes on and on and on. There's never a lack of being able to find projects and needs. They're everywhere, everywhere. It's just a matter of whether or not we want to grab onto those and make something happen with them. Because if we don't do it, we better pray that somebody else does it. Because some, if we don't do it and somebody else does it, then those needs continue to be there. Um, so thank you, Chaplain Rowan and your team. And thank you, all of you, because it is a team effort, every bit of it. So this is a huge blessing and was not, um, it, you know, it's something that you took that chose to take the step to apply um, and submit me and nominate me for this. Um, I thank you for doing that because that's, you know, we're doing it for Jesus. We're, we're, not, we're not doing it for this. So. A small token of what felt was really needed because you jumped in and just put yourself where the needs were in this community. So thank you. Okay. Thank you all. For those of you who don't know her, that's Holly. She's our amazing youth group leader, music extraordinaire, RSO Facebook, put her on her, and everything. She's another servant of the Lord. All right, now I'm going to introduce you to somebody you don't know who's going to do our icebreaker. Can I welcome up Jamie to do our icebreaker? Okay, taking that mask back off. Okay, so my husband's still in the building, so I'm going um, to put the attention on him for just a second. My husband invites people over to our house, people I don't know. Okay, so he's going to work on the car with the, the husband, and here I am in the house with a female that I don't know, and who knows how many children of different ages, and I go, what's going to happen? What's, what is my day turned into? I have no idea. I had plans. Now I, apparently, this, this is what God wants me to do today. So what do I do? 
I meet this stranger. I now know her name is Jen Cook, and I'm like, okay, we're going to spend the day together. I basically, unofficially, play 20 questions with her. I do, because how, what, what are we going to do with our day? We can't be silent. I can't go off into another room and do my thing, and she does her thing. She's at my house. All of a sudden, she's my guest. What am I going to do? Okay? But God already has planned that me and this other person are going to spend that day together. And I need to do whatever God wants me to do with that day. Okay, so that's the plan for the idea for what we're going to do today. God plants us with people that we have either planned in advance. We know, you know, I, Victoria and I are already friends. So we're going to spend the time together. Or God might pair me up with a stranger. But every moment of our lives is a time for discipleship and evangelism. It is life, right? Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to walk us through what this exercise is going to be, and you are going to really get to know somebody else in this room. I want everybody on your feet, and everybody go into an aisle. I'm going to give you 15 seconds, and I'll, I'll let you know when that 15 seconds is up. We're going to create pairs. And so just you and one other person. So when I... When that 15 seconds is up, you guys are going to walk. When it is up, I'm going to tell you to stop. If you are facing this direction, this direction, this direction, I don't care. Even if nobody's in front of you, I want you to stop exactly where you are at. God is going to put your feet exactly where you need to be today. Okay? And then I will give you the next step of directions. So 15 seconds. 15, 14, 13, 12. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, freeze. Okay, I don't care which direction you're facing, even if the next person is literally through the pews. If your first name starts between the letters of A and L, I'm splitting you guys up. I don't know everybody's name to know if it's a complete half. Okay, if your name starts with A through L, first name, walk towards the person that is in front of you. If you don't have anybody in front of you, it's okay to go through the pews. If, it, if, you don't, if A through L doesn't have somebody in front of you, do a little rotate until you get somebody in front of you. Okay, names A through L, walk towards the person that God has planned for you to talk to today. Okay, so you would actually, like, go straight through. Yeah. Okay. Okay, if you were not an A through L and you don't have a pair yet, and then just face towards somebody and go for it. Go for it. Go ahead and go for it. Yep. Okay, everybody should be paired up. I don't know if we have an odd number of people or not. Okay. Does everybody have a pair? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Real life. We're all in quarantine. And the person that you are paired up with, you have been told that you have to go to this hotel. They have a full-size kitchen or whatever. You go into this hotel with this person. And you don't know this person very well. 
and it's just going to be the two of you. We need to play 20 questions in a sense. I want you to come up with 10 things that you have in common with this person. Okay, this is just before you go into quarantine. You know you're getting ready to go in quarantine the next day with this person, and it's just going to be the two of you. Okay, grab either on your phone, go into your notepad, or grab a physical notepad. I want you to jot down 10 things that you have in common with this person. You may have to dig. I don't want to see anybody write, we're both female. Do, I don't want to see anybody write, we're both in the military community. Those ones are off of the list. I want you to dig. What do you have in common with this person? Okay, I'm going to give you about two minutes, and you're going to have to dig and dig fast. You guys are finding some good connections. We got two adoptees over here. Like, how would you find that if, you did, if God didn't place you with that person? How many are you up to? Four? Keep it going. Okay. Keep digging. Dig deep. I'm going to give you just one more minute. Try to get as close to 10 as you can. What kind of music do you like? What kind of food do you like? What kind of sports do you like? What countries have you visited? What languages do you speak? Okay, English doesn't count, but maybe English language arts is your favorite subject. You know, that could be something. You both know seven to ten decimal points for pi, 3.14 blank, 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 blank. Maybe you have that in common. Both math nerds.
Okay, we're going to go ahead and stop there. We are not done with this exercise, but stop with however many you have in common. Okay, now, it's the night before you're going to go into quarantine with this person. You have five items that you can bring with you to help you bond with this person for the next two weeks. This is the only entertainment that you're going to have for the next two weeks with this person. Don't worry, you're going to be fed. You're going to have water. Don't worry about that. You'll have toilet paper. But what are five things that you need to take with you to bond with this person for the next two weeks? Come up with it together. Five things. One more minute. Sorry, it's rushing. Okay, this is beautiful discussion, but we're going to have to pause it there, okay? Give a COVID-friendly hug or fist bump or elbow bump to your new friend that God placed you with, okay? God wants us to connect with others, and we have the ability to connect with absolutely everybody, There is something to connect with. For number one, we are all God's children. Okay, bam, right there. We all are able to connect with others. If we're forced to or if it's by our own free will, God will choose who we need to connect with. Okay, I have some really awesome prizes. Let me tell you what these prizes are, and then we're going to select who our winners are. I have two of these. The other one's a little bit larger. Why do you think that I have these beautiful frames? This is for lots of pictures. Who is God placing in your life to disciple, to evangelize, to be your, your crew, to help lift you up and grow you? So the winners of these two that I'm about to select are going to be, um, you, you have been called, literally or figuratively, to capture those relationships and and recognizing your role in those relationships. So in order to select those two people, it's going to be one team. 
Um, who was able to come up with 10 ways to connect, or 10 things in common? Okay. Okay, so we have a few here. Okay, who can tell me the most unique thing that you guys decided to have in your um, quarantine apartment to connect over? What, what is this, real quick? Super, super quick. Egg tempura for Byzantine art. It's a specific way to do a painting. Um, back way, way, way back at the beginning of Christianity, they could only paint paintings with egg tempura. That's how they would get the pigment to stick. They would use eggs to paint, like all the frescoes and all the churches from like when Jesus was just brand new baby. Um, that's how they would get the pigment to stick to the walls. And I'm an artist and she likes the paintings and we want to learn how to paint with egg tempura. Egg tempura. Okay, so I'm going to give you each one of these beautiful frames, and we want to have pictures. You guys are going to learn this. You guys are going to do this, and next year at Pewaukee, you're going to teach us how to do it. Okay, thank you. You're done, right? Okay, all right. Okay, everybody can go back to their seat. Now we're going to come worship. Great job. I am totally inspired to talk to strangers now. I don't know about you. I kind of did that before. If anybody doesn't know, I was a nurse. So I got to go into somebody's room, knock on their door, and I was a labor and delivery nurse. So you can imagine I get to see all, all that good stuff right away. Total strangers, right? So I got really good at uh, talking and getting people comfortable with me talking to strangers. All right, I don't know where this microphone should go, so I'm going to put it over here. Oh 
don't have to be perfect because we all mess up notes, okay? <laughs> our slides. Yet not I, but through Christ. 
You may be seated. We're going to do offering now. If you could bow your heads with me and pray over the offering. God, thank you so much for all the blessings you have give us, given us. And we owe our eternal life to you, Jesus, number one. And number two, to somebody, some stranger possibly, or a family member who cared about us and loved us enough to talk about Jesus, enough to go across that aisle, enough to go across that street as a neighbor, a friend. God, and I'm reminded this week of St. Patrick, how he was kidnapped as a child, became a slave in a foreign country, and he escaped and became a Christian. And yet, most of us would want to go back to those people that enslaved us. But he did. He had a heart for the people of Ireland and the Celts. And he went to those strangers. He went to those abusers, Lord. And you loved us before we loved you. We were dirty and filthy and full of sin and depraved, God. But you loved us. Thank you so much, God. Help us to have the same love and compassion to care about those in our lives we already love. And myself included, God, open up my mouth. Give me the courage. Let your Holy Spirit flow through us, Lord, to speak the name of Jesus Christ and to tell the gospel truth into a world that is dark and lonely and depressed and scared, God. You are the hope and you are the light, God. I pray that you would bless all our gifts, God, of our time and our possessions, our money, Lord. Bless this offering. Bless everything that we have, God, and let it be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Call upon your name. 
says my soul will rest in your embrace for i am yours you are mine oh, oh, oh. spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger by the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my savior spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me Take me deep than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. My soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you are mine. pleased and so thankful to have Catherine Perez and Danny Perez come speak about their awesome mission work with Cadence. John, there we go. Okay, buckle your seats belt, seat belts, ladies. That's all I got to say. Okay, so we're going to talk about how we make the most of every opportunity. Oh, Jen, somebody help me. Bonnie, is this going crazy? There we go. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so we're going to talk about how we make the most of every opportunity as we just share our lives in this community, okay? So that's my husband, Danny. He's at the back with John. These are our, our, that's, those are my uh, four adult sons. Three of them are on active duty right now. One's already gotten off active duty. There's a daughter-in-law and a grandbaby. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We want to talk about what Jesus says about who we are in this community, that we are salt and light. So I'm going to light my light, or you can imagine it being lit. And um, if we talk about salt a little bit before we look at the scripture, Salt is, of course, 
flavoring. My eggs tasted better this morning because I put salt on them. It's a preservative, right? I think this candle's going to drip. It's a, it's a preservative, and what's it do? If you've had a lot of chips, the next morning you're going to be very thirsty. And we are to create thirst in the people's lives of the folks that we're living with, right? Our family members, our friends, our neighbors, we want to make people thirsty. So Jesus says, these are his words, says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You and I are the light of the world. A town built on a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Now look at this last phrase. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they might see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So we're talking about what we're doing. We are talking about good deeds and our actions this morning, okay? And then in the next passage, Colossians 4 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I'm in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. So that's what we're talking about, making the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So that's Colossians 4. And then let's look at Ephesians says it another way. It says, be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And then in 1 Thessalonians, it says, go to the next slide. We just want to share our lives. And we're not, some, some of us are like a Jamie, right? You don't know a stranger. And if you have a stranger in your kitchen, you're going to figure out what to do with them pretty quick, right? But not everybody's wired like a Jamie. And so what we want to talk about is how do we all do this if we obey this? We love you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well because you had become so dear to us. Okay, honey, next one. It's already been said this morning. We want you just to be yourself. Just be yourself. For God who said, let light shine out of the darkness made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God, not from us. So he, he is the light. He's placed his spirit in those of us who know Jesus as his Savior. And it's his light shining through. Now, and, and I just love it that it, he's basically saying we're all crackpots, right? That's what that passage says, right? You're a mess. I'm a mess. Your marriage is screwed up at times. Or maybe today, maybe, I mean, we had trouble last night, you know. I've talked to people today that have had trouble today just getting here this morning. We are broken, fractured people. And that's, that's not the, that's really, it's a gift, it's a gift that you offer when you don't try to cover that up. 
but you're honest about what's going on in your world, what you struggle with, what is hard for you. Because that's where the light comes through. If we all walk through life acting like we have it together, it's like masking, masking this. I could cover this up. You wouldn't see it. The beautiful thing is the light coming through the broken places in our lives as we testify that it's Jesus, it's him, not us, okay? So how do we do it then if we're just ourselves? Well, God's, you know, he's wired all this different. We have a shape. Rick Warren calls it our shape. And it stands for your story, your history, your abilities, your personality, and your experiences. It's catching up. That's your shape. And it's not like anybody else's shape in the room. And God's put you in your neighborhood or in your FRG or in your husband's unit or in your extended family because he intends to use you. He doesn't need me in Shelby's family. He's got her. He doesn't need me in Jamie's neighborhood. He's got her. He doesn't need, he needs Kim in her neighborhood. He needs Sherry and Juliet in theirs. And he needs this. He needs your story, your history, your abilities, the things you love, the things, you, whether you're a gardener or a cook. He's counting on just using you just the way he made you. Your personality, if you're, an, if you're not an extrovert, and you're more along the introverted lines, he's counting on using that and all of your experiences over your lifetime. So let's keep going. We want to talk about what, how, how we make the most of opportunities using this little acrostic to show the love of Christ stands for we want to capitalize on short, honest, often, and warm interactions. Now, mostly that's going to be with your long-term acquaintances. And, and I've got a sheet there for you. We're going to be talking about that and kind of working through this very quickly. Or your acquaintances that you might see somebody. We're, we're going to look at these categories. But short, honest, often, and warm is what you're looking for with, say, the neighbor. So let's go to your sheet. Let's go to your sheet. I need one of those. Oh, I have one of those sheets. I have one. I have one. I do. Um, all right, so we've got long-term relationships. Go to that side where you see long-term relationships. Okay, obviously those are people like the relatives, the neighbors, these, these unit and FRG relationships that you may have at continuous duty stations. I think of Sherry and Shelby who have had several duty stations together. That's the Lord putting sisters together. But he does that with you with unbelievers, right? In MOSs as you travel the world, in careers as you stay at Fort Bragg if you're in one of these career um, specialties that just stays here forever. Lifetime friends, classmates, teachers, coaches, healthcare professionals. There's a reason I put healthcare professionals. I'm going to tell you a story in a minute. These kind of people that you know for years, okay? So what can we do? What can we do? First, we can just start by praying. And it is really critical that you realize that just start there. If you've never prayed for people in your life to come to know Jesus, just begin praying for them and ask the Lord for their salvation and ask the Lord for the opportunity that he would, that he would open the door for you. And then you have to pay attention to them. You've got to pay attention and you've got to slow down. And I'm just going to use neighbors as kind of the example. If you don't slow down and speak to your neighbors, 
you're just going to keep, you know, life is busy, right? Our lives are very busy. This takes being intentional about realizing that you've got to slow the tempo down a little bit. It means if a neighbor's outside and you see them and you're trying to develop relationship, you're going to have to stop what you're doing and go outside. You're going to have to work at this. It won't just come naturally. But we are called to be fishers of men. And to follow Jesus means to fish. I just want you to think about that. To follow means to fish. And we will have to be intentional. You're not going to catch fish just thinking about it and just praying about it. You're going to have to be intentional. So these are, I mean, this is, this is how complicated it, it is in my world. Um, umbrellas, power washes, washers, um, Aldi's flyers, cookbooks, this is what I do. And so I say borrow things. That was one of my techniques in, when I lived in Denver. I, instead of, you know, a, a lot of times when you're making something, you will just stop what you're doing in the middle of a recipe, and you'll go, oh, my gosh, I can't make that. Or, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go get in the car and run to the store. Better is go next door. Seriously. And so our next-door neighbors in Denver, I began to borrow flour from. And I borrowed flour, and then, you know, I, I'd borrow flour, I'd bake something, and then I'd take it back on a plate of mine that they had to return to me. Now, these were strangers. I didn't know them, but I was trying desperately to get to know them. And they'd have to bring my plate back. And then we'd have another interaction. I did that so many times. This, I know this sounds like a, that I'm making this up, but I had to actually ask them if I could store flour at their house because I'd borrowed it so many times over those years. But it got me across the threshold. And that you really have to think, how am I going to establish some commonality? How am I going to build these common ground bridges? How am I going to get to know their names? Okay, try borrowing. Um, we had the power washer here because a year ago, our, our, one of our neighbors, military um, couple, asked if we had a power washer. And Danny, had we bought it at that point or were you about to? Danny was, had been thinking about a power washer, dreaming about a power washer. And he was like, Maddie wants to borrow a power washer. This is a great excuse to have a power washer. Now it's a ministry tool, right? So Danny bought the power washer. The day it arrived, she used it before we ever used it. So just sharing tools, sharing tips, sharing what you have. I have the next thing is sharing food. You know, um, this... I want to tell you the story about this umbrella, why this umbrella is here. Well, and I'm going to go back to the story about the lady with the power washer because it, of course, has begun to develop. She lives right across the street. She's an active-duty Army. Um, she's a soldier. Um, but the way we've lived life with this lady is, you know, we've borrowed. She's a cook, so I've shared she, she's loved me handing her copies of Cook's Illustrated because she's a, she loves to cook. So she's benefited from that. We've had them for meals in our home over and over. Um, Danny has taken her husband out for dinner. I've had her one-on-one. -on -one. She came for dinner last week, just one-on-one -on -one with me. A year ago on, sun, on Easter morning, it was COVID, right? 
uh, we were all sitting at home watching um, sermons online. And for whatever reason, I'd walked outside that morning to, to do something. And I, Maddie was outside, <clears throat> and she walked across the street to talk to me. Her husband was deployed at the time. And she stood there and talked to me. And she said, do you think it's true? And I said, what? She said, do you think the tomb was really empty? And I said, I absolutely do. I do believe the tomb was empty. And then that prompted me to ask some questions about what she'd grown up with and what she believed. And I got to hear that for the first time. Now, this is after about a year and a half of short, honest, often and warm interactions where we'd spoken, we'd had them for a meal, but we hadn't gotten to this point, really. And, and because of her, what she's doing in the Army, she's gone all the time on a rotation somewhere else. And so at that moment, then I said, well, Maddie, let me walk inside and grab you something. And I walked in, and I grabbed her this. I grabbed her a copy of More Than a Carpenter. It's one of the tools. We have a couple tools that we rely on for these kinds of situations where, okay, somebody's expressing some interest, and we can push on that a little bit and see, is there resistance? Is there a wall, or are they open? And so I said, let me give you this. I, and I just said, you know, if you read it and you have questions, I would like to talk to you about it. Well, I haven't seen her much over the last six months. They came for a meal at some point. Months ago, like I said, Danny just had dinner with the husband. I've had dinner with her recently. But when Danny went out for dinner with the husband, he said, she, and she does not know yet, she, he said, she's actually in an online Bible study with a bunch of other soldiers. And I was like, when he, when he told Danny that, I thought, the Lord, the Lord is drawing, right? I mean, it's just the Lord's responsibility. He has to do this. No one can come to the Father unless Jesus draws him. And so the Lord is up to something. And so when she came, uh, and I've asked her since I gave it to her if she'd read it. She hasn't. I don't think she's touched it, to be honest. Um, but she's in a Bible study. And I asked her about the Bible study, and she told me a little bit about it. And she is about to PCS soon. So I know that between now and when she PCSs in the next month, I am praying for another open door to clearly share the gospel. And really, it's my responsibility. I'm not going to count on somebody else. I'm not going to hope that somebody else shares the gospel with her. I'm going to love her well enough to say, can we sit for coffee? I really, I love you. I feel like the Lord's asked me to explain this to you and just make sure that you're very clear on what the gospel means. Serve your neighbors. Shop for them. During COVID, that was easy. I imagine many of you took advantage of that. Transport children, share vehicles. When you start sharing your personal property with unbelievers, that says volumes. And some of you are like, I've never done that. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, you can just begin to ask Jesus to stretch you in that. Sharing your home, leaving. We leave unbelievers in our home to watch our home all the time when we travel. And you can trust Jesus with your property. Teaching them a skill um, is another way just to serve them, to begin to build the common ground as Jamie had us do. You know, we're looking for opportunities to build bridges of relationship that will bear the weight of the truth of the gospel when we share it. But that takes time, doesn't it? 
to build relationship, to, for them to know that you're a safe person in their life. And, honestly, that you don't have it all together. Um, that your life is, has struggles because guess what? They have struggles. They are hurting. And they will be blessed to know that you're like them, that you're also hurting. The difference is that... Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word.